0: Thanks for joining me on this Generation 2300 episode slash podcast slash video and blog. Um, uh, Anna Morton here again. Uh, Sorry it's been a bit of a delay since my last one this week. So the topic of this post is going to be uh, what are we looking for now? Um, what's next? Uh, as lately as things, days have been going by, I've been studying God's word, and I find myself wondering which ticks on the last hour clock am I actually looking for? Or what am I seeing? Um, so I want to be seeing what's really there. You know, fitting current events into Bible prophecy instead of vice versa. Or trying to cram them in. don't want to do that. I, you can only live in reality um, if you study God's timeline with care and precision. Because he is very specific. Uh, and I can say that from what I have seen, and based on what I've studied, the world is lining up with many of God's blueprints for the last hour. Um, and what comes after, of course. Um, Now, it's pretty obvious when you see Israel, the prophecies are being fulfilled, those are pretty sparkling in clarity. Um, But what other Bible prophecies are we looking for involving other countries or the world or the church? Um, And there are plenty that I can see happening. or getting ready to happen before the day of the Lord begins and some are pretty specific but some are more general um, I touched on both made some kind of quick lists in my one of my previous posts um, where in the Bible are the prophecies so if you want to check that out you can see those um, most of the prophecies relating to the church are general um, as well as ones that relate to the world, although not all. Like I said, there are specific ones, Um, but I think there's a key, a key word to spotting the prophecies that are happening in real life to the church right now, and that would be acceleration in both in frequency and intensity. The idea, this idea, um, that the conditions in the Bible described in the last hour accelerate can be seen in the Bible, like in Matthew 24, where Christ says, And many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Um, But He who endures to the end shall be saved, and the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Um, They're referred to as labor pangs, we would call them contractions now, which increase in intensity and speed as the moment arrives, as the end approaches. Um, Like in 1 Thessalonians, Paul says, For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say "Peace and safety," then sudden destruction comes upon them, those who are not expecting Christ to come as labor pains upon a pregnant woman. um When I look at the church and the world today, these verses they really do describe both um so I want to look at some more verses that expound on these ideas of what it will be like during the last hour for the church. Um, I'll look at the world in another part two of this post. Um, So in 2 Thessalonians 2, Paul says, "'Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled, either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of Christ had come, Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. And then the man of sin is revealed. And now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed. Lawless one, the the beast of Revelation, Antichrist. Um, Second Timothy 3, but know this, in the last days, all who desire to live godly in Christ will suffer persecution, but evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Jude says, but you, beloved, remember the words which were spoken before by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how they told you that there would be mockers in the last time who would walk according to their own ungodly lusts. These are sensual persons who cause divisions, not having the Spirit. And speaking of causing divisions, 1 John 2 says, Little children, it is the last hour. And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come, by which we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us, for if they had been of us, they would have continued with us, but they went out that they might be made manifest, that none of them were of us. who is a liar, but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ, he is Antichrist who denies the Father and the Son, and lastly, revelation three, speaking to the church at Laodicea, Christ is saying, "Because you say." I am rich, have become wealthy, and have need of nothing. And do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked." Well um, I won't expound too much on this issue, but it's very interesting to watch. And if you look at these verses and at the church today, you can see that they're increasingly accelerating. Their fulfillment looks pretty obvious. Um, So I kind of detected three categories in these descriptions, in these verses, uh, about the church during the last hour. So number one, uh, God is restraining evil and his judgment of it um, through the Holy Spirit in believers until he and they are taken out of the way. 2 Thessalonians 2. Number two, uh, the church will increasingly be purified with the true body of Christ being set apart from those who are falling away, which leads to point number three, or um, description category number three, there will be a falling away from the truth in the church, those who are professing, with many many false teachers arising who entice professing believers away. Remember, if you have your faith in Christ alone you can't be deceived for good, or forever. God will reveal the truth to you. Um, and this will come, Matthew 24 says, with false prophets, um, imposters, 2 Timothy 3, uh, liars denying Jesus is the Christ, that was 1 John 2. Mockers who ridicule God's word, Jude, and Second Peter mentions that too. Second um, Peter 3. It falling away also includes when the church becomes puffed up and bases its success on its wealth and its pure size. Prosperity. Revelation 3 is talking about that. So, um, the first category was restraining. Um, So I have an analogy again. Think of the true church, the one that's holding to God's word as literal and literally from God, spoken by God, as a rubber band that's being stretched thinner and thinner as lawlessness expands. Um, In centuries past, the rubber band was much thicker um, this was when God's word was considered inerrant and infallible in many more congregations than it is today. So that made its restraining influence more impactful on the lawlessness of the world. Um, but as more and more church congregations doubt the trustworthiness of all of God's word, or and don't take it literally, and fewer individuals have actually put their faith in Christ for that reason. The rubber band, its width has shrunk, it's stretched really tight. Um, now, it is the Holy Spirit in believers that's actually doing the restraining. Um, so the rubber band would never snap. Before it could even be overwhelmed, God's going to. Take it out of the way, rapturing the church, and so that work through the Spirit will be done, and the lawlessness will engulf the world, and His judgment will be poured out on it. Um, so, do we see this this rubber band being stretched? Um, well, I do. Uh, so many friends of mine, they when they've been looking for a church. Um, who, you know, they believe that God's word is inerrant, without error, and actually perfect word from God, it's infallible, can't be wrong. Um, They have a real struggle finding a church that actually teaches that, and that functions according to that reality, including the teaching. I would suggest looking at doctrinal statements on church websites. Going to a website, seeing you know what we believe, and um, how many actually say that God's word is inspired and inerrant. Uh, how many actually even have doctrinal statements anymore? Um, how many capitulate to popular philosophies and movements so as to not offend the world? And think. Critical race theory, super popular right now. How many just emphasize an undefined love, and don't tell people that they are slaves to sin and need Christ as a savior? I mean, they they have all our welcome signs on the outside. Well, of course, because Christ wants to save everyone. But once the people are inside those churches, are they getting the message that Christ is their came to be their savior? Uh, one step even further on this path to decay is uh, seeing churches, like I've seen a lot in the UK that when I've gone to visit, they're not even used as churches anymore. They're community centers or clubs or a cat, lots of them are cafes, even so sad. Where is the church being the church as God it to be. Well, they are still out there. They're hard to find. Um, well, that's a sign of acceleration. There are a lot more of them. It's more intense. Uh, I do want to mention there's a specific prophecy in 2 Thessalonians 2, mentioning the falling away. Um, what is this precisely? Well, I don't have a definitive answer myself yet for that. I'm studying and praying to find one um, but I don't want to tell you I don't know. So look for a post at a later date, uh, hopefully um, after some studying I can give you some kind of idea. Uh, However it is clear from scripture that there's a general falling away in the church, um, which we can see. And the rubber band being stretched to the limit Uh, and the lawlessness that 2nd Thessalonians talks about we'll get to that when we talk about the world in part two Um, have hope the band is still there the rubber band still there it's being stretched but this leads me to the purifying and the falling away in the church I lump these two together because I see these things happening kind of at the same time. One can lead to the other or each produces the other. Uh, The word falling away in the New Testament Greek is literally translated falling away, defection, going to the other side, the enemy, and apostasy. And Thayer's Greek lexicon adds from true religion. Um, And of course once some people have defected, there are those who have not defected, they've remained. Those are the ones Second Timothy says are rightly dividing the word of truth. Um, the church that's being purified today tapping happening at a very fast rate these days. Like John said First John, they went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out, that they might be made manifest that they were not of us. That none of them were of us. Um, so where do we see these people going when they go out from us? Um, well, I see believers going to oh, a myriad of false teachers and teachings. All of which, I'm not going to name them all specifically, but all of which deny that the Bible is the literal, straight from God, without error and compassion. Word of God. That's what they all have in common, um, no matter how diverse the places are to which people are defecting. Um, now, teachings slash teachers in question, um, who question whether the Bible is inerrant and God-breathed, inspired, have been, they've been plaguing the church from the beginning. You know, um, Paul and Peter and John, they all address erroneous teaching, correct it, in their epistles. But um, how can, so how can anyone say that this happening in our day can be interpreted as ticks on the last hour clock? Well, go back to the word acceleration, faster and more intense, Um, questioning the reality, reliability of God's Word is everywhere um, in the world and in the churches like I mentioned before finding a church which teaches the whole of the Bible as a errorless, literal and God-spoken book feels nearly impossible these days. Um, People will take the words of science professors over the Word of God. Um, They call the Bible racist Um, intolerant, colonialist, that talks about slavery, patriarchal, about women, um, deny God's promises to Israel, um, and say that the church has those promises now, that's not taking the Bible literally, um, along with that is allegorizing prophecy, saying it's all prophecy is symbolic and won't be literally fulfilled. a big one is mixing scripture with philosophy uh, because it makes you more acceptable to the world. You sound very smart when you do that. I'm not saying you can't compare the two, but when you add philosophy to scripture, you change scripture based on that, that is unbiblical. Um, people write translations in, of the Bible, you know, translations and books um, which don't take God's authorial intent of the Bible into account, and on and on. Um, Sadly, often the people who are spreading this unbiblical teaching, they're affiliated with Christian, you know, so-called Christian groups, and a lot of them are even pastors. YouTube is full of that. But, speaking of pastors, I have some encouraging news. Um, My very first pastor, when I was first saved, has a ministry now where he deconstructs these false teachings of specific teachers and movements um, by name, so there's no confusion as to what he's talking about. His name is Jim Steele, and he has um, his website, Standing True, he has a YouTube channel and a podcast called Biblical Minute. Uh, all of, you can find links to all of those in the blog post at gen2300.com. So, if you want to check those out, um, he truly loves Christ and His Word, and he really does his research. Um, okay, back to the acceleration uh, because of technology. Never in history has the spread. Of defective teaching been so easy or so fast? In the Church of Acts, um, congregations had to wait, you know, for a parchment to be delivered by foot. <laughs> um, so how fast could defective teaching really spread back then? You know, I might say months or years, but now a um, pastor can just hop on the internet, read a blog, and then two minutes later, he can, or right away, can retweet it and spread it to all of his followers and his congregation and then they can spread it just as fast you know, there you go, it's done. It's just, it's kind of scary if you think about it too much. Um, Never in history has communication been so fast or so easy. It's that acceleration intensity and speed that is definitely progressing. Um, I want to add the fact that so much unbiblical teaching has spread testifies to the reality that discernment is on the wane, you could say lack of discernment has accelerated. Um, People just don't seem to detect when they hear something contrary to the Word of God, especially because that old dragon, Satan, as Revelation calls him, uses his favorite trick of mixing a lie with God's truth. Um, this is what the Bible would call leavening. The general falling away I've been talking about and the mystery of lawlessness in 2 Thessalonians 2 are both leavening processes. Um, another analogy like when you mix ingredients for bread including the yeast the leaven and you set the timer for it to rise to a particular size before you bake it. Um, The yeast which was formerly known as leaven uh, reacts with the flour, the water, the salt, etc. to expand the dough. Um, This is what happens when Satan mixes a lie with God's truth. He did this at the very beginning in the Garden of Eden. Did God say? And it continues through human teachers to this day. Um, until the false church and the lawlessness of the world are ready to be baked. They'll be put in the oven in the last hour. Or no, um, the day of the Lord, sorry. So all of these accelerations are things you can see now happening. Um, but here I want to get to what the acceleration is leading up to. Don't want to leave that out um, because God has end goals for everything that happens, um, and He tells us what those are so we know why these things are happening. Um, okay, number one is all about the church, uh, the church is being purified. Like I mentioned, Ephesians 5 talks about that. Um, Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish." So be ready. Number two, the church is being filled and completed. God's not done with that yet. Uh, Paul says in Ephesians 3, um, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Christ is being preached to the world until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in, as Romans 11 talks about. That's not done yet. Not all the Gentiles have been added to the church yet that are supposed to be. Um, number three is uh, getting the church ready. wants the church to be ready for Christ's coming to her. Oh, that's what these signs are pointing us to, to be ready. 1 Thessalonians 5 talks about, um, says, but you brethren are not in darkness that, so that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor darkness. Therefore let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. Philippians 3. Reminds us, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Uh, Lastly, 1 John 3 says, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. This hope and this readiness is purifying. And there are a lot more verses talking about that. Uh, Number four, getting us ready. The goal will be for the church to be gathered to Christ. Like in 1 Thessalonians, talking about the rapture the lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout with with the voice of an archangel with the trumpet of god and the dead in christ will rise first and we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the lord in the air thus we shall always be with the lord and lastly the last goal is for us to escape god's wrath the church to escape um, it's being used to restrain right now, but will be out of the way one day, soon. 1 Thessalonians 1 says this, How you turned to God from idols to serve the living God, living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus who delivers us from the wrath to come. So, now, i like to challenge you a little bit. Um, If you're in a church, do you see an acceleration in the speed and intensity of teaching that doesn't have God's Word as the ultimate authority? Also, do you see people who hold to God's Word as such being um, ignored or maligned or even attacked? think social media for that especially. Um, Do you see the church's influence on the world toward righteousness diminishing, becoming less? And do you see many pastors and Christians who are accepted by the world because they don't disagree with it? Well, if you don't see this, it is absolutely vital Say that you take a good look around and ask God to help you see. this could save you from falling away yourself and change you from a professing believer to one who has that unshakable hope in the truth of Christ and God's word. Um, or if you already have your faith in him, it can strengthen your understanding of God's truth. Uh, if you do see it, all these things, this acceleration, then I feel your disappointment. Um, Believers standing on God's word as truth alone can feel totally inadequate with the engulfing darkness of lies to do a jot, to hold that back and to shine the light of truth. Thankfully, that's not our job Um, because God makes sure his truth can never be changed or undone or lose its power, even if the entire world rejects it because he is still God. He'll always be God. Also John sixteen thirty three 33 still in effect when Christ said he encouraged us these things I've spoken to you that in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation be of good cheer I have overcome the world this has encouraged me so many times and then of course he's coming back He just told the disciples so a couple of chapters before. Um, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. Now that is hope. Lastly, if you're not in the church, or don't even consider yourself, or even considering being part of one, uh, number one. Please don't let this stuff discourage you, this acceleration discourage you from seeking God's truth. Because if you just compare what, you know, the Bible, what any church teaches with what the Bible says, then you can find a real one. And then number two, the mess and confusion in today's church is Bible prophecy being fulfilled, as I've just talked about so number three stop doubting god because time is running out for him to save you and he wants to if the church is in this state and accelerating as the bible warned us it would be then it is a loud tick on the last hour clock um but god isn't quite done with the church yet he's still adding to it remember first or second peter three the heavens and the earth, which are now preserved by the same word, are reserved for fire until the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So, I'll be doing a part two to this post soon, um, talking about. Uh, what to be looking for in the world that shows us on the last few minutes of the last hour. So uh, check back or subscribe if you want to know when that's up. Remember um, we're on. Um, I have the blog. You can read the blog posts there at gen2300.com. You can also find links to uh, the Niwee page, which is Generation Twenty Three Hundred. Um, uh, it's Gen2300 on Telegram. Uh, also on YouTube, uh, it's Anna Morton. And then uh, if you want to hear the podcast, it's Generation2300 on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and a couple of others. Um, again, thank you so much for joining me. Um, remember, keep your eyes on that clock. So until next time, unless the rapture comes first.